it, it takes a leap of faith and courage to jump into this. And also when you find people who are doing it, they may not have the same business as you, but they are right there encouraging you. It's really incredible. Welcome to the Living Your Balanced Life podcast. Anne and Courtney are passionate business owners and mothers who are here to help you transition into a career that allows you to work on your own terms and build your own balanced lifestyle. Whether you've already started your own business or are looking to create a path to get there, we're here to give you the resources, tools, encouragement, and community to support you along your journey. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Living Your Balanced Life podcast. It is Courtney and Anne, and today we are joined by a special guest, Katie Jameson, who I have known for many, many years. We've worked together in various ways over the years, and she started a journey to entrepreneurship in 2019 that has led her down a pretty incredible path to starting a couple of different businesses. So welcome, Katie. Hi, Courtney. Thank you for having me. I'm really glad to be here. We are excited that you're joining us. Before we dive into sharing your story, tell us a little bit about what you're doing today and what your business model looks like. Yeah, thank you. So I currently have a nonprofit consulting business and I lead various projects in the nonprofit and professional association world. And I've been doing that for a couple of years as a consultant and a long time as a, a former staff member of a couple of nonprofits. And um, over the last sort of year plus started looking at what might be next for my business and did some research and took a three-month coaching course and decided to put all of my skills and my passions together. And I have launched a travel agency as part of my business. So that is something new that I just added in early 2022. I love that. I know I know from knowing you that you're super passionate about travel and your kids are super passionate about travel. Uh, and we can dive more into that as we talk about your story. But I congratulations because I think that's a really cool accomplishment that you have made in the last year, especially, you know, like launching something new while you're running a company is can be a hurdle. Like it can be kind of a hustle when you're getting something new started. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, I think probably transition is the word that I would jump in with. You know, how was I taking something that I was doing and looking at what's next for me and for my family? And how can I transition what I do into um, something that's kind of a good fit for all of us going forward? So you're totally right. We are extremely passionate about travel. I traveled a lot in my 20s and then um, a little less the last few years. But then we, I used to go to Europe quite a bit. And then um, we sort of fell into the Disney world the last six or seven years. And it's become a great source of fun and outlet for our family. And um, one of the things actually that drove me to start looking at this transition was people kept asking me to help them plan their Disney trips. And finally, one day I was like, why don't I just figure out how to add this to my business? Because I, I can help people really cut through the clutter and make this happen. And so anyway, that's when that transition started was probably probably about a year ago, I started looking into it. That is I love so that cool. though. That's super fun. And I I think, you know, you use the word transition and my word of 2022 is evolve. And so I think, you know, a lot of times when people first get started, they want to make sure that they, you know, have this one-year plan, three-year plan, five-year plan, 10-year plan, but like our business is going to constantly evolve and that's okay. And it's actually welcomed. I think that's a great word for this year. 
evolving. We're all evolving (laughs) in some way. And if you can, I, sometimes I find if I can, I I know that there's a change coming if I can put a word on it, it helps me start to define what that looks like. So that's a great word to use for this year. Oh, that's a really good, that's a really good tip too, to, to like give yourself a word while you make it through that process. I'd love to hear too. Um, you've been doing this since 2019. So pre-pandemic, how did you go from, it sounds like you were in the nonprofit world previously. And then how did you go from that to what you're doing today? Can you tell us about your journey a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So I had been working with a professional association as a staff member for about 16 years. Um, And in between about 2016 and 2018, I had quite a series of medical issues and um, really started to relook at what things were going to look like for me and for my family going forward. Um, And through that process, discovered that my current situation really wasn't healthy at all anymore. And there was this kind of this voice inside of me that was like, you have wanted to be self-employed for as long as you can remember. And so in 2019, I really started to look like, okay, how do I make, start making this happen? And I got to kind of just open myself to the possibility and figured out that uh, the middle school math program that I lead called Math Counts, that I could turn that into a consultant role. Um, And that was a good transition into starting my own business. And then at the same time, I uh, had an opportunity to build a community advisory board for the Mesothelioma Applied Research Foundation, which is a nonprofit based in Washington, D.C. And so with those two things was how I kind of launched uh, as a consultant. And um, obviously, I didn't know at the time that we were on the brink of a global pandemic. And so a lot changed in the spring of 2020. I uh, ended up leading quite a few transition projects over the last two years. And so how that ended up evolving into travel is every time I had to go learn something new or try to figure something out or piece together some things, I really would take a step back and say, okay, what skill sets am I learning for this here? And how do I want to apply that going forward? That ended up turning into, I created this project during the pandemic called STEM Meets the Challenge of the Pandemic. And we brought together uh, corporate leaders and the nonprofit world and education. And we did this whole virtual outreach series over a six month period and then had a two day online summit in the spring of 2021. I forget which year it is sometimes. (laughs) Um, And so you know, that was where I really started to look at, okay, I have identified that I really do like big things. I like to build things. And I, I've always loved to plan events. Like I, that's what I did when I was a kid. I spent my time planning and organizing things. And so I, I love that. I can, really, I can relate. <laughs> yes. like, I'm like, what can I plan and organize? And so That project, though, was when I first had the chance to really start to use what's called a zone of genius. And I had heard other entrepreneurs say this, and I was like, okay, well, I don't really know what my zone of genius is because I, you know, do a lot of different things. When you work in the nonprofit world, you kind of have to figure out how to do everything, which turns out lends itself well to um, running your own business. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't know how to do it yet, you just go learn it. Yep. <laughs> That's so true. You just kind of figure it out as you go. And we were, we were just talking about like bootstrapping your way to success. And that's sometimes you just got to figure it out until, until it's implemented. It's totally true. 
And what I learned though, is this was my first chance to do some subcontracting. And so I was able to work with somebody who's her zone of genius is STEM education. And so she really likes to get into the details of that. And she brought together the education pieces, whereas I was able to lead like the bigger marketing and the fundraising sides of this program. Um, and then I brought on some virtual admin help for the first time. And that was when I was like, okay, this is my chance to try this skill set in a space I know, which is STEM and nonprofit. And how can I start looking at you know, what am I going to, what's next? And so that was part of what gave me that courage to really start looking into the travel thing was like, okay, you've already know that you can build something from the ground up because you did it in an arena that you knew. And then how can I find some administrative help so I can keep, keep in that zone of genius? And it's not always the smoothest process. There's no, so many it's times not that like try it and fail it and try it again. What I love about that is the art of delegation, right? I think as a solopreneur, we think so often that, well, I'm in business by myself, so I have to do everything by myself. And you look at even a lot of these brands, quote unquote, that are uh, just a single person. But what you don't realize is when you kind of see behind the scenes, they're not doing it all on their own. And that's really important. I think that's something that I've specifically learned just, you know, probably in the last 18 months that I can't do everything by myself. I can't do my branding. I can't do, you know, just other pieces of my business that aren't in my zone of genius by bringing on someone else or investing in myself, investing in my business, hiring and delegating that task. That isn't something that fills me up or that I'm great at can go so far in your business. So I love that you recognize that right away. And you realized there were other people who could help build your business and do those parts that maybe weren't something that you were interested in doing. Yeah, that's a really good point. And, you know, I will say it did take me a while to figure that out. Where I really started to identify exactly what you outlined is that you you can delegate things and it does help you continue to grow your own skill set. Um, I found some really key mentors and that was a big piece of identifying you know, what's next in my journey. Cause I'm still, you know, in the process of, of building where I want to go with my travel business. But I uh, started asking people for some feedback. I identified a couple of people who were doing maybe a little bit further down the entrepreneurial entrepreneurial journey than I was. And whether that was somebody I worked with directly or looked at what they might be blogging or putting on on social media, but it really helps identify, okay, well, here's where I might, might be my next goal. Here's what I need to do to get there. And how can I put together the pieces to make that happen? And so um, mentors was a really key piece of that. And I'm continuing looking for that. And that's actually how I got figured out because I knew for a long time I wanted to do something with travel but I didn't know how to put together the pieces of the travel business. Like I know that I can write and I can market and I can work with people and I can do all the planning, but I didn't have the specifics of the travel industry. And so I found a mentoring program that helped cut through the clutter within, it was like a 12 week period. And that was really, really, really key. So that was that, that like speaks back to Anne, what you were talking about, about investing in yourself with, um, with being willing to, spend money on educating yourself. And I think sometimes, especially in our generation, people are so stuck on education is taking a very formal course, like a class. And 
When you invest in an online course with someone who's an expert on a particular topic, that is still investing in your education and investing in your future. And there are so many opportunities to find those, those, um, people with those, those different skill sets that can help you get to where you want to be. So like you may have 90% of the skills like Katie did, but there is something out there that can help you bridge that gap. You just have to know where to look for it. Well, I think you, you know, like you said, Courtney, investing in yourself, whether it, it doesn't have to look like an online course, it doesn't have to look like this specific education for me. And I think this is like a cross between both the education piece, but also the mentorship last year, I invested in a mastermind group. And for me, making that investment, this was like back in the day when I really didn't spend a lot of money on my business. Like it was like, okay, whatever I bring in, like that is my income. And I I really didn't invest in my business that much at this point. And when I invested in that mastermind, it was a big deal to me. It was a big deal to spend that money. And it wasn't even that expensive, but what I took from that group of, it was women entrepreneurs, right? So they were all in the same boat as of me. I made these connections with these people who had all of these different skill sets that were amazing and they were complementary to my skill sets and I built these relationships that honestly to this day it's in, invaluable. And I think that you know that's finding people who can either help you within your business or help you grow. And then I always love to be able to pay that forward, right? And so anytime that there's an opportunity, which, and again, I think this is a big reason why Courtney and I started this podcast is because I want to be able to pay it forward and help someone who maybe is missing those pieces that I have and I can provide because I know that I had so many people that were willing to help me in my journey and still to this day are helping me in my journey. Absolutely. And that was part of why I was honored to be asked to be on your podcast is because I feel so strongly about helping others figure this out. I mean, it it takes a leap of faith and courage to jump into this. And also when you find people who are doing it, they may not have the same business as you, but they are right there encouraging you. It's really incredible. I, it, it took me a bit to get up the courage to start reaching out and looking, looking for those mentoring places. And, um, the more I, uh, find people who are doing complimentary things, but who have gone on on their own, the more I want to help other people find that as well. Katie, How did you find your first mentor, Katie? So part of what transitioned me from being an employee to having my own business were two mentors in my life. One has been a longtime mentor. Um, and I actually was her intern in college. <laughs> and um, after she retired, she ended up she does some communications work for me for my math counts program. And she was, she for many, many years freelanced in the nineties when you didn't do that. Like it wasn't right yet. So that was somebody very close to me who has been a mentor for a long time. Uh, The other one was the executive director at the time of the mesothelium applied research foundation. She was a very big mentor and was like, I need somebody with your skill set to help build this advisory board. Please help me. So that was the kind of the first launch. And then as I really got a business established, I started looking at, okay, how are other solo, solopreneurs doing this? I followed some podcasts. I watched some YouTube. And then last fall, or actually last spring, I joined the Women Entrepreneurs of Minnesota 
organization. And then of course by fall, I was like, I'll be on your board, be your membership director. (laughs) (laughs) I have a background in memberships. (laughs) Um, But that has been a wonderful group of women. It's completely volunteer run and everybody's kind of in that solopreneur, you know, starting out or smaller business setting and growing their business and there, but it's all different types of businesses that people run. So I would say that's kind of the, another piece of that is what, you know, I looked at where could I get involved? Probably knowing my background in associations anyway, how important it is to be part of some group that is related to what you're doing that can really help expand your, your network. And that feeds right into people who can mentor you. Yeah, I think we talked about that in a previous episode, and we'll we'll link that group in the show notes here, because I think that's a great place to, like you said, find mentors, but also find people that can support you in your journey and other areas that maybe aren't your strengths. And I personally will be an advocate all day long for networking. Like that is how I've grown my business. That's how I gained all my clients. Not like Craigslist, Courtney. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't throw me under the bus, Anne. That worked um, back in the day. But for me, it's always been through those connections that I have. I am very much a people person. I love building relationships. It's always something that I've been really passionate about. And, you know, it's it's making those connections. And then I think not being afraid to ask, can you help me? You know, and you want to do it in a way that, you're not just always asking, right? So you want to make sure that you're building that relationship and that rapport first. But I think, you know, even just this week, I connected two business owners, one who has proven her business very successfully over the past 10 years, and another one who's just getting started. And I reached out to her and said, hey, you know, this person really admires what you're doing. Would you mind connecting? And she was like, absolutely. And so especially I think as women, we love to support each other and we want to help each other learn from our mistakes to do it differently, to do it better, or just share that knowledge that we have. And I think different networking groups are a great place for you to find people who also are looking for that network and that that group of people. I agree. And I think that having a network is so important because you can get kind of isolated. It's so easy now, especially that everybody works from home. It's so easy to get isolated working for yourself, being in charge of everything. Uh, And you need other people that you can kind of number one, commiserate with because it's not all sunshine and roses being in business for yourself. I mean, it's, there's so many perks to it, but there's also like, I found myself probably more times than I care to admit, like burnt out and overwhelmed, especially in the early days, uh, crying on my kitchen floor because I just don't know what to do next. And having people that can relate to that can help prevent you from getting to that point. Number one, but no, <laughs> we never been there. We've all been there. Yeah, yes, completely. <laughs> but then just like having people that get where you're at in the journey. I'm doing a course right now. And, and it's so interesting to me that the first, the first module of this course was the person who wrote it was talking about mindset and how anytime that you go into something new or anytime that you go into business for yourself, it's going to be hard for people that aren't pursuing something like that to relate to what you're doing. And sometimes 
they will still be supportive of you and sometimes they won't. So it's really important for you to find other people that are doing similar things to what you're doing to become your support network and to encourage you along the way because you need all of that positive energy behind you. That's really, really important, Courtney. And that was one of the things I, the mindset piece, I I wasn't there at the beginning of this journey. And now it's one of the top things I focus on. And it took a while to get there because you realize like in those moments where you're like, oh my gosh, I can't continue. Like the mindset is so key. And I identify with everything you identify or you said that about that process. One of the reasons I picked the um, mastermind I did for travel was because it had a mindset component. And when I finished the course, then, then I was like, I am going to hire a mindset coach to help me with this transition because I want to make sure that I'm staying on top of, I know my skills apply in this arena and I can do this. And sometimes you just need somebody being like, yep, this is why you did this. And it's so important to stop and revisit because there are those moments where you feel like complete despair. And then you're like, okay, and where did I come from? And how did I get here? And how, where am I going next? And to keep going, but you've got to check your mindset. Yes. I, I love that. I actually, okay. First of all, I think I might need the name of that mindset coach that you have, because I recently just started like, um, you know, every morning I kind of have my morning routine and I do my daily gratitude, but there was, I do the five minute journal. I don't know if you guys have heard about that before, um, but it's like where you basically write down the three things that you're grateful for. I'm showing it to them. You guys can't see this, but you write down, I'm grateful for, and you pick three things. And then what would make today great? You pick three things. And then it's a daily, daily affirmation. And that's again, talking about that mindset. And I have to admit, I've been doing this probably for two years now. And I always would kind of just skip over the affirmation because I was like, Oh, like, well, whatever, you know? (laughs) And more and more, I am just starting to see that when you have that confidence or when you speak it out loud, you just, it's, it's that mindset shift and you have that confidence to make it a reality versus that self doubt that just sits in your head. So I love that you acknowledge that right away, because I think especially as, you know, we, we want to say that we can do it, right? That's why we go in for business for ourselves, right? Because we're like, I'm confident I can do this, but knowing that you needed to have that positive mindset and doing something about it, no wonder you're so successful. I will back up though. It took me a couple of years to get to that point. So with the travel business that I want, that I'm working on right now, yes. However, when I started the nonprofit side of it, I definitely wasn't there yet. And so you're totally right because I had to learn that I'm totally guilty of like, okay, I'm just going to get up, get my kids out the door of school and just jump in. Right. If you don't take time to step back and say, this is, you know, document some of those things, you lose a big piece of that critical mindset. And I had to learn the hard way. <laughs> I think we all have. the hard way. I think we've all, we've all been there. <laughs> it's critical. It's totally critical. And just letting yourself have that space to kind of set your intention for the day and give yourself that reminder every day. I, I can't remember where I heard this. It was several years ago, uh, or if I read it somewhere, but 
apparently there's like some recognition in your brain when you're talking about yourself. So like, if you, if you talk about yourself and you say, I am so amazing at this and I know it's going to go great or it's going to go great because I think you're not supposed to like put maybe your if statements in what you say, your brain actually process that processes that as true. And if you're self-depreciating your, the way that your brain absorbs that is that it can't, your brain doesn't know the difference between the tone. I mean, it sounds silly, but like your, your brain doesn't understand the difference between you being sarcastic about yourself or you actually speaking things out loud to yourself. So like when you as a human being hear yourself say, oh man, I always mess that up. Your brain thinks I always mess that up. And now I'm always going to mess that up. And so when you stop and you say, I always do great at this, your brain processes it as I always do great at this. So I'm always going to do great at this. And so like changing the way that you talk about yourself as part of that mindset shift is important. And I, I need to look up where I actually read that, but, and I'll link it in the show notes, but I think that's like hard. It's really hard as an individual to stop if your default is to kind of be self-depreciating and sarcastic about things that don't go perfectly. It's hard to shift yourself out of that. Yeah, absolutely. I think too, you know, obviously we're always the most critical of ourselves, right? And so with my consulting, I'm a strategic growth consultant. And so I help solopreneurs and small businesses grow and kind of up-level their business as far as like where they want to take it. And a lot of times, you know, what I, what I tend to see over and over again is lack of confidence mm-hmm. in their, in their product or their service, or just because again, it's that self doubt. And so a lot of times what I do is I go in and I'm, I am their cheerleader. I am someone there to help them find their confidence because as an outsider looking in, I don't have that self doubt and I know what they're doing is amazing. And so I can help them see their product, their services from my outside perspective and give them back that confidence that they might be lacking. And so then it's funny when we flip it on, you know, my, my internal voice, that's why I started doing the daily affirmations because I wholeheartedly believe in mindset and the power that mindset has. And so I think when you can have a positive mindset in your business, you are only going to go that much further, that much, you know, that faster. (laughs) Editable moment. So Katie, tell us a little bit, just as we kind of bring the conversation back to how you made the transition into leaving your nine to five and working for yourself, you have two young girls And, um, you're very involved in, in like, you're someone who doesn't do something unless they're going to give a hundred percent and you're very involved in your community. And so like, how has this impacted your vision of balance and what your life looks like? I will say Courtney, that's, it's a great thing to ask and a great thing to always stop and reconsider. I don't define balance as something that is like a set thing, right? So I will say there are times when I, as I've transitioned out of, you know, being an employee into my business where it's been a lot more focused on business times when it's a lot more focused on family. And I, I wouldn't say it's been the cleanest process, but also I was able to identify 
you know, I lost some time with my kids when I was um, sick for a couple of years and um, some work things were really stressful. And so when I finished a big project last spring, I really spent most of the summer playing with my kids for the first time in a long time. And that was amazing. (laughs) Truly amazing. Well, I I love this because Courtney and I have had this conversation a lot lately around seasons of your business. And so sometimes balance might not look like you're only working 20 hours a week, 12 months out of the year, but it's Courtney and I tend to work heavier during the school years because our kids are in school. And then we lighten our load a little bit in the summer. So we can have that time with our kids. And I think, especially to Katie, our kids are the same age. Like it's really fun because like you can get work done and they don't need that constant supervision. They're, you know, eight and 11 ish, those ages. So they go out and play all day, but also it's really fun to hang out with them too. So we'll go to the water park or we'll go to the beach and I can be fully present and have that time with them. Um, whereas if I was working somewhere in a nine to five or in an office, I wouldn't have that time. Yeah, that's totally true. I have found it has worked really well to I'll call it integrate with life being at home because they do want to play on their own. And also I can stop and go take care of whatever is needed and then jump back into whatever the project is next. Um, And I guess the next layer of integrating, if you're going to jump into the travel industry is I'm taking them to Florida for spring break. And I told them they're coming on my work trip. So (laughs) we said that we're going to spend some time at universal uh, cause we spent more time as a family at Disney and I'm, I've said we're going on some hotel tours and they are all in on doing the hotel tours. I, and my 11 year old has decided she's my YouTube coach. Your kids are so supportive of everything that you do. And I love, um, I'm kind of the same way. We're like, if I can involve my kids in what I'm doing and give them a little bit of like ownership of that so that they feel like they're part of that. I think that's really cool. And I think that it's giving them the ability to kind of see what they want for their own future from a perspective that they wouldn't get if I were working for someone else. But I just think that's so cool that your kids can be involved in that business and you've, you're creating something that if they wanted to, it could be a legacy that they could step into and help grow or help out with when they get older too. Yeah. So I actually do it on purpose and I, they don't realize that I'm consciously giving them snippets of life skills with this. So (laughs) yeah, I I see the long term of like, they, these are skills they're going to need down the road anyway. So how can we, how can I include them in pieces of it? I love it. Well, if we ever plan a Disney trip, I know who I'm calling. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I'd love to help you. Yeah. Katie, this has been so much fun having you on the podcast. I feel like we really dove into some topics we didn't even think we were going to dive into, but they were really relevant. And um, I just thank you for sharing your journey. You're so inspiring. And it's been it's been great. Thanks, Katie. We are so grateful to have for you coming on the show today and sharing your journey and your experience and what you're up to now. Thanks for having me, guys. It's really great to be here. Until next time. Thanks for joining us. We'd love to have you connect with us on Instagram and LinkedIn. Check out the show notes for our links and be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And if you liked today's show, we'd greatly appreciate a review. See you next week.